Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Stock Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb. We're just grateful just to be with you guys today. Um, before we get started, just a friendly reminder, check us out on the interwebs, social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and um, don't forget to like, share our content, leave phenomenal reviews, and please send all your hate mail to info at cedarpoint.church. Um, and then lastly- Any email, yeah, just any email. We'll take what we can get. Uh, just communicate with We've us. We've got no standards. Lonely. Somebody talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, check out Caleb's book, Pursuing Freedom, um, on Amazon. You can get your copy there. Um, and it is, uh, and by, by all accounts, I mean, it is, people have been impacted by it. So, you know, we're not just, we're not just hustling you here. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's good stuff. So be sure. It's not total crap. Yeah, it's it not. It's definitely worth $10. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you can buy a 10-piece Chicken McNugget meal at McDonald's for 10 bucks now, or you can get a book that yeah. might may or may not change your life. No. I mean, the, uh, that McDonald's will change your life, Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. <laughs> it's not in the right way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho. I still can't. I was in a conversation um, <laughs> the other day about McDonald's. Do you remember like back in the 90s when they got accused of using kangaroo meat? No. Yeah, there was this whole thing. I don't think it was true, but... Um, I wish they'd go back to that. Yeah. If they, well, if they were using kangaroo because the chicken nuggets back when I was a kid were a lot better. Maybe it's because I'm older yeah, and more discerning maybe, now. But maybe it was kangaroo meat. Um, but yeah, the conversation awesome. came about because I guess they're releasing kangaroos somewhere in Oklahoma. I was told. <laughs> I have not verified this. What is all this kangaroo conspiracy? I've never <laughs> to, heard of it before. Yeah, to do like an open season on them. Now, that that's... Um, unsubstantiated, uh, substantiated. There we go. Yeah. I'm so tired. I can't talk. I can't talk when I'm not tired. So, uh, <laughs> so it's just kind of interesting. So um, I don't know if this is a ploy by McDonald's to to change their chicken nuggets <laughs> or um, a redneck with way too much money. Um, but either way, I'm thinking B. If, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if this is legit, I'm going to be getting a kangaroo tag. That sounds like something uh, uh, Tiger King would do. Yeah. Do you well, know? you know, I got a bunch of kangaroos. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I need to look this up. Yeah. Need, anyway, let's get back on track. Out. No kidding. <laughs> that is really fascinating. I'll have so, to find that. So, if you're going to not send us hate mail, if you yeah. know more about the the, the kangaroo kangaroo I can't speak either. Kangaroo release of 1995 or whatever that was. Well, then yeah, the, the please email us. <laughs> I'd love to know more about. Yeah, the free range kangaroos in Oklahoma. Who yeah. told me that? Anyway. I don't know. It's gonna be awesome. Anyway, so let's get back on track. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hey, so if you uh, are a part of our church community, if you're part of our uh, recovery ministry, uh, this past week, you, uh, you you got to hear just some exciting news as we have launched. Um, a new ministry called Live Free. And so we're going to talk just a little bit about that today, just kind of the the vision behind what we do, um, because the vision for the ministry is kind of the same vision we have, um, whether you walk in our doors on a, on a Sunday or a Monday, you know, it's important things, but we're doing it very intentionally through this. Um, now, I do want to, to reiterate something, even though you're listening to a Cedar Point Recovery, Cedar Point Church podcast here, um, Live Free as a ministry is actually a separate organization um, that that Caleb and I lead, um, so it's its entire separate entity, charity, all of that um, that that we're doing there. And uh, so I just want to draw a clear distinction between the two um, <laughs> for for legal reasons, <laughs> even though leadership is the same. Um, and so and we are just, uh, and we're pumped to be going. We've uh, got a twelve man house, which I'm excited about. We've got some 
some men in there already and it's just been it's been an exciting journey just to get here um, and again if you were in service at any point you know that something like this was a vision of our senior pastor um, pastor ricks um, from the beginning for for the church for the community um, and then it was something a couple of years ago that um, was laid on my heart personally and uh, probably before that um, caleb had vision for it before yeah. i even showed up in, in the ministry at all so yeah i mean you know it's always been a goal of mine that that we would expand into because uh, i've talked about it a few times within our recovery ministry that we would expand into a place where what we were doing is teaching uh, our our uh, participants um, life skills in some sort of capacity in which you know we're, we're trying to help them navigate society in a better way because you get a lot of people that are coming out of you know maybe all they've known is you know starting as you know adolescents or teenagers um, you know they kind of became frequent flyers of the the penitentiary system and so they haven't had a lot of life skill training so when you have people like that and then they're coming out of there um, if they don't know how to successfully navigate um, the world then they're a lot more apt to go back into be a part of the system and, and they just become uh, repeat offenders because they just don't know any better uh, or they don't know how to they don't know anything else to do and so um, that was always a goal of mine was to eventually get to a place where you know hopefully we were teaching people how to you know successfully navigate society by teaching them how to manage finances or how to um, you know seek do the, the right things to, to get a job or um, you know relationships because we, we've talked numerous times about how important relationships are and so um, yeah getting to a place where we could do that for uh, a group of people has, has been a goal um, since we've been a part of our recovery ministry so yeah and uh, so now now that we're doing that um, it is exciting and it gives us that opportunity um, just to, to journey one-on-one -on -one intentionally I know for me personally as as I got um, kind of stepped into this this ministry and, and started serving the people here um, and as I stepped into my role you know my pastoral role in the church the thing that was really difficult for me um, was to have men um, sit in my office or to go to lunch with them or go to breakfast and, and they had this incredible need in their life that we had we had answers for right we we could equip them for but we didn't have a way to really facilitate that and so what we would have to do is we would have to find other resources and we would have to send them away and once that happens man, you lose that that point of contact you're no longer um one on with one with them you're no longer um necessarily in their life sometimes sometimes they're going to a place where they're completely cut off from you and and that's hard and then you get down the road and, and they're still struggling and in the back of your mind you're thinking was there more that we could do you know could it could this be different um had i not had to send them away and so um we began just this conversation very intentionally um about a year and a half ago um and began taking steps and then a year ago got real serious with it and said you know come hell or high water at the end of 2022 beginning of 2023 uh, we were going to open the doors on on a home with no real clear direction of how any of that was going to take place because yep. all of this is <laughs> incredibly expensive for one <laughs> but uh you know that's what we did and we started praying for it and we got people involved praying for it and people on board with it and you know over the course of the last year uh, God has opened um, a lot of doors and, and coupled with that he grew this ministry um, that that we lead um, to an incredible place that's unprecedented 
precedent. Precedent. I yes. cannot speak today. That's Unprecedented right. for our our church at least. And, and all of this, I mean, it was like all the necessary steps really and pieces came together um, to allow this to take place um, because, I mean, one, I think if the ministry was in a different place, people wouldn't have been motivated to, yeah. to really give. Yeah, showing and give. up with 20 people yeah. here like, like hey, hey, we're going to open a yeah, house. Yeah, will you, will you help us with hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah. do this? Like, no, <clears throat> yeah. not, not really. <laughs> we don't look like we're going anywhere as a ministry. Can you help us? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it really all had to fall in place. And, and even the home we ended up with, I mean, such a beautiful store i wish i could share just all the details on that but it wasn't even for sale <laughs> yeah and just people heard what we were wanting to do and so they sold it with the purpose of it being used for this and somebody bought it with the purpose of it being used <coughs> for this and um they closed the beginning of december so it gave that month period for things to settle and for us to open our doors um um, even in all of our inadequacy there, <laughs> but um, to start ministering to guys. So, so here we are. Um, here, here's this ministry that I mean, one, we hope that you will um, support with prayer. That we hope that you will support with time. If you're local here, listening to us, you know we want to involve you in, in the ministry process with the guys. But, um, but there's a vision behind it. There's a goal behind it. And again, it's it's the same one that shared in in recovery on Monday. It's the same one that shared. Um, on Sunday that there's things that we're, we're doing just slightly different. So um, we'll, um, Live Free um, as a ministry seeks to do a couple things. And one of that is disciple. Um, we want um, then to connect people to community and then we want to launch them towards success in life. And so we're gonna spend the next uh, few minutes just kind of breaking this down, um, explaining why we believe that this piece is important in these men's lives and, and why we're not focusing on something else. Why is this gonna be our primary concern? Um, um, moving forward and so um, discipleship it's a word you hear it you know Jesus had 12 disciples what is the disciple am I a disciple you know what's what does that mean to me today we're, we're gonna kind of start there and uh, um, Caleb he loves to define things so uh, you want to <laughs> sure um, uh, so so discipleship this is a word that you, know, you don't hear in a lot of contemporary churches nowadays because they don't do it very well um, which is if you can't tell by the disdain in my voice is a point of contention with me um, but, but discipleship is basically just you know basically learning about your faith and in, in that we're you know becoming a true to follower of Jesus Christ and so it means we're, we're stepping into that and in the fullness of what that means and um, you know again like I said the one of the one of the big problems with the the, the big C capital C church you know the, the 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 church is that this is an area we fail in a lot and, and because um, you know we get a bunch of people who come, come to church on a Sunday they think we're doing hey we're good Christians or whatever and then you go well you know you ask them you know basic questions about their faith and they're like yeah and this is where we we come into um, what we've talked about a lot where you know your your faith should shape your worldview not your your culture shaping your faith and the reason people that that happens for people is because they don't they don't understand their faith and that's where discipleship comes in and the reason this is important and this is kind of the foundation and this is a, like in my book this is the foundation of what we teach in, in our in-depth study program is that <clears throat> You have to have a, a right relationship with Jesus Christ and understand what that means to its fullness in order to, um, you know, be able to live out 
uh, kind of the successful life where you're free of these free of these struggles because a lot of the time people that are struggling with an addiction of some type some sort of chemical dependency or some other type of struggle uh, whether it be you know social media or gambling or you know just some sort of seeking affirmation for others um, a lot of that comes from this emptiness inside because there's you know like uh, we said before C.S. Lewis says this God-shaped hole there's this this hole inside that they're trying to fill with you know kind of these worldly things uh, again just uh, constant chemical um, highs or again the highs from doing other things and uh, it, it just leaves you unfulfilled and so the first thing we got to do is we got to fill that God-shaped hole with with God right the, the true God which is you know God in his son Jesus Christ and um, and then again not only just salvation on his uh, you know salvation by itself because obviously that's the most important thing is salvation but the, the next part of that is like okay so what does that mean and so we always compare you know salvation in our relationship with Jesus Christ with, with the marriage and so right you get married and then you spend the rest of the time kind of learning what that means right at least you should I mean unless you've been living together for 20 <laughs> years and you're like well you know maybe we should we should get married now um, you know, Jill and I got married 20 years ago, and then it's, we spent the last 20 years, you know, figuring each other out in a sense. I mean, we knew, we obviously, if you listen to our relationship uh, podcast a few episodes ago, you know, we, we did the, the legwork up front, so we knew what each other believed. But then we, you know, living together is a different story, and you got to learn how to live together, navigate, you know, life together, and that's salvation, right? You, you you, most people come to the moment of salvation would they feel the prompting of God to, to accept Jesus it, you know they kind of kind of come there in a moment a lot of times and then after that you start to you know to unpack what what that salvation means in your life what a relationship with Jesus Christ means you start to get into the Bible and understand that you start to you know you, at least you should we should and that's where we haven't done so well and so being able to take these guys and put them in a place where we can begin this process with them and walk with them and get them on a on a firm foundation from the very beginning uh, is going to be you know vitally important to helping them to get to these other things right the community and then especially the launch part because we don't want them to become permanent residents of this house we want them to come be a part of uh, our program and then like you said the third thing is launch we want to launch we call these launch pads we want to launch them out into society so they can be successful members of society um, and no longer fall back into the system and be uh, you know lost and all that kind of stuff yeah and um, you know so discipleship it's the center of everything we do here you know we're a Christ-centered ministry um, as, a, as a church and as live free it's a Christ-centered um, ministry and um, every aspect of life every aspect of every step of every relationship we believe should be centered on on this being a disciplined follower of Jesus and and we do see a lack of this in um, in most churches a lack of investment quite honestly we see a lack of understanding in most Christians of what it means that's uh, I raised my hand I, I made a profession I'm a Jesus follower now I'm a Christian because I've got a sticker on the back of my car and a tattoo on you know my wrist and um, I, I wear a crucifix and I went to church last month <laughs> and yeah. so um, but that's that's just not that's not what it is that's not a disciplined follower of Jesus you know when we look at the, the early 12 
um, the, these were men um, that, that gave up everything, right? Their entire world was turned upside down. There was a, a dramatic paradigm shift in the way that they operated, not just one day a week, every day of the week in, in every facet of life it was shifted and, and even the you know um, you get outside of the 12 disciples and the other followers of Jesus at the time things shifted in their life dramatically why because they were devoted um, to to following what he believed and and this is lost on us sometimes because you're talking about um, being in a Jewish culture where this was ingrained from them at birth it's not like today where we have kids that we raise up in faith and, and I'm 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 just as bad as everyone else on this. I mean, not, not investing in my kids enough so that they understand. Jewish culture then was not that way. Like you, you had to learn Torah. You know, you had to yeah. you had to you go to Hebrew school. You, yeah, you yeah memory. You memorize scripture like not just passages, books. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so just this insanity. I mean, it was they were taught. Uh, from an early age, this was entwined in, in everything they did. I mean, you had you had rules and laws for life, right? <laughs> for every facet of life that this is what it was. And then you had Jesus show up on the scene. And so as they were following Jesus, they were giving up everything that they knew, everything that they knew to become um, disciplined followers of Jesus. And so we want to lead people um, to this to this, where where you are willing. I mean, God's word tells us, man, you have to be willing to take up your cross daily and follow me. Um, Jesus said one time, you'll um, you'll you lose your mother, lose your brothers. Lose, I mean, th- there's this sacrifice that takes place that oftentimes we're unwilling to do. Now, if we're willing to do it, um, and, and kind of the the thing in our mind is, you know, to make this decision, somehow I'm going to be in bondage, um, or I'm going to be, I'm going to have less than I would otherwise, and we fall victim to that. And we've talked about it on the show multiple times. I talk about it from the platform uh, a lot um, as well is because I mean I know personally that's what I thought I'm gonna if I'm gonna be a disciplined follower of Jesus I mean one um, I'm just I really just thought Christians were so lame and so it's <laughs> so hard for me like what is wrong with you people <laughs> but more importantly man I just thought like what am I gonna do for fun yada 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 all of these things and so I kept myself trapped in sin um, missing this that that really man there's freedom in that that as you lean into it, and this is what we want people to understand, not just in the house, um, but, but just in any of the ministry aspect that we operate, um, that there's freedom from your struggle as you lean in, as you pursue Jesus, as you um, really subject your life to God's word. And, and I want to say that again, your life, not your day, not an hour of your day, um, not a devotional time morning. Yeah, um, in the week, but your life. Um, and that's having to look at aspects of relationship and, and do things that you don't want to do. Um, I have to love people I don't want to love, forgive people I don't want to forgive, um, refrain from hitting people I really want to hit. I Amen. Mean, yeah. <laughs> do that with every um, we, we have to do that, but that's part of being a disciple. Right. Like, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm sacrificing here, but what we get on the, the back end is so much greater. You know, Romans 6, I throw it out there all the time. Read it, look into it. Um, you know, if you listen to this past Monday's message, um, Notoriously Free, we get into that a lot, um, but in John, John 8, 31 32 which i use then it says uh and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free like there's just freedom in that um sin's power is broken you know we see that throughout the bible that that the sin nature that came in with with adam and eve um that that causes addiction that that causes all of these things that that we experience it's broken and and we hear that sin's power is broken we sing it on a sunday morning and we always view it as the context of salvation sin's power is broken so i don't have to go to hell 
very true, very true. Sin's power is broken so you don't have to go to hell. You don't have to face spiritual death. Um, but sin's power is also broken so that you don't have to live in bondage like here in the now, like that you can actually deal with your your situations. You can submit them to Christ and your life can change like this side of heaven, like right. your life can change um, to the glory of God um, to fulfill his purpose. So, Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Um, you know, and again, that's like I said, we so much we um, we miss this, and and you know, and this and discipleship. And the reason this people don't do this is because it's hard. And we had somebody say that to us last night. You know, like man, doing the right thing is hard. It's like yeah, yeah. nobody said right living is easy, yeah. and and that's why nobody does it. You know, and we just rather it, it is so much easier to just follow, kind of kind of whatever whatever our whims are at the moment. You know, to say, you know, I, I just. I'd rather shack up with my girlfriend because I, that's just what, you know, it feels good to do that. I'd rather, you know, we, we want to have sex, so we're just going to do that. You know. too, you know. Yeah, I mean, being, you know, I don't want to, yeah, commit because what if something better comes along, you know? Hey, I don't want to have to make choices, you know? And <laughs> um, same with, you know, I, I'd rather sit on the couch and go work out. I'd rather, yeah. you know, go through the drive through and make my own food. I mean, every, everything in life, it's, if we, None of the, almost nothing good is is easy, yeah. right? And so that's why discipleship we lack in discipleship. Um, nobody, in, especially in the church, nobody in the church wants to. It, pastors have found that it's not good for attendance to tell people that what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but and people, and I think part of that is messaging. It's like, well, who are you to judge? It's like I'm not judging. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. You know, we well, like, do a whole nother podcast than that because the whole like, who are you to judge me as Christians? Oh, newsflash, we're called to judge people as Christians, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and that's the thing, you know, it's like, well, you're, you're mis, you know, you're misappropriating yeah. the term judging. It's yeah. like, I'm not judging. I'm just telling you this, this is God's standard. God will yeah. judge, you know, it's like, this is, again, uh, I think I've used the illustration before, but if you're speeding and a cop pulls you over, he's not judging you. He's just enforcing the law, yeah. right? He's giving you a ticket. The the court, you know, you can actually show up in court and, and contest the the ticket, and the judge will will pass. And that's what, you know, that's who's actually passing the the judgment. And um, that's what you know what d- discipleship and what like you know what we we, ca- we would call Christian discipline is is that we're like, well, the Bible says this here, you know, and we're not doing that thing. It's like we're not judging. This is just. God is yeah. God's you know that's God's that's God's word that's God's standard and um, well and I say it like this I mean we, we do judge and we're called to judge but we're not called to condemn so that's like yeah. passing judgment we're called to make judgments you know we need to look at people look at what they're doing judge their behavior <laughs> and, you know recognize whether that's healthy for us or not or or whether they're in right standing and maybe speak life into their situation but not to condemn them yeah and that's yeah I mean we're just you know, discipleship is just learning the standard God's standards, right? And, and and then trying to abide by them. I saw something else where somebody was it was an online, you know, some social media person was, you know, they're getting judged, judged. They were getting called out because they, they go to church but then they post all this stuff that's very not Christian on their Instagram and they're like, Well how do you you know they they did a thing where they're like, you know, I wanna answer this question, I get a lot. How do you go to church and but then post this, you know, suggestive content or whatever and things and their response, well, you know, the base of, you know, all, all faiths is love. 
that was some, it's the whole love is love and yeah. you know so that just means everything's permitted yep it's like well no uh, God is love but he's also uh, a God of justice and yep. judgment and um, there is a standard there And but again that comes from a, a total lack of understanding and the lack of discipleship and understanding of their faith and so it's like you, you know it's buffet religion again where it's like I'm just going to take the good stuff that I like yeah. you know God's love God says everything it's okay and he forgives everything I do yeah, he also expects you to do things too. Yeah. You know, it's like so, but we don't want to engage in that part of it because that's hard, and it's that's hard. and that's uh, we don't want to be told what to do. So we don't have that's that's a that's a quasi God that we have. It's like, well, God, you can only be God on the things that you know, as long as you affirm the things that I already like. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a I'm a forgiving son of God, though. You know, so I I just do whatever now. Right. I mean, it's it's already it's already taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and those you know, God ends up looking a lot like you in those circumstances. So, so anyway, so yeah, discipleship is such an important thing, and because again, um, you know, we're just lacking. You know, we're lacking in it. We're lacking in, in, in just any sort of fundamental understanding or faith anymore. Um, and so, to be able to t- again take these guys in, in the value here is you know because. You know, you may be listening to us talk about discipleship. Man, it's like we're we're probably not the best salesmen because like that sounds that sounds bad. Like oh, I have to submit and do all these things. But the thing is, is that you know when if you if you're just if your faith is really kind of determined on your emotions or how you feel, um, then when life hits you in the face, which it will. Uh, all of a sudden your your faith isn't going to carry you through because your emotions come and go but having a deep understanding and true true understanding of your faith and in being a true disciple when times get bad instead of abandoning abandoning your faith you're going to lean into it even more and because because you understand that's what you're supposed to do and you're going to understand what your faith really is about and um so so then like i said in, in the context of our house here where we're, we're dealing with guys with you know addiction they're going to struggle and they're going to they're going to have a temptation to go back to those things or they're going to the, you know the bad habits or the the their addiction and instead of going back to that through discipleship hopefully they'll they'll be turning to their faith instead of whatever it used to be you know whatever that addiction was or whatever the the you know the the old life was that they would lean into and so um but just as it's true for those kinds of guys that we're dealing with here it's true for us in, that aren't you know in a, in an active addiction or having to live in a, a house like this or something like that so uh discipleship is something that we all definitely need more of so yeah and so we're doing it intentionally here and we develop this through through mentoring relationships you know we get the guys in the house we're able to journey one-on-one this is exactly what we want for you guys right and for ourselves and we've talked about this over and over but we're going to do it um very intentionally through this and um um, we do that through a community right we're developing a community these guys come in they live in a home um together like our our encouragement is for them to to be family right They're, they're brothers in christ which again that's our hope and our desire for you and so we provide a stable christ um christ-centered living environment um in this home that that we challenge each other we encourage each other that that what we're really and i thought about this the other day um and it's not a great marketing strategy but it's really the truth what we're doing here is we're creating a home church um and the the more of these houses we get the more home churches we have that these men will will journey that way very intentionally it's very um very early church very very reacts (laughs) um but it worked then it it, it'll work now i have no doubt (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, we want we want to develop that community. Um, and again, if you were uh, tuned in this past Monday, you heard me talk about this. But uh, Hebrews ten twenty four through twenty five, it says, "Let us think of ways to motivate one another towards acts of love and good work, and let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His um, return is drawing near." That when we look at people that that lack this community, even you know people who would call themselves to be Christians, and you can be. Christian without this. I mean, that's, there's nowhere in God's word that says you have to journey with people to be saved. But God's word is very clear that it's needed. Um, yeah. So without that, it's, it's like an orphan. Like, I don't I don't need a family to survive, right? I can be orphaned and completely alone. Um, I'm obviously not living life to the fullest. I'm not getting the full experience of, of love and, and friendship and, and people in my corner um, if I go through life that way. Well, without a community as Christians, we're, we're orphaned in a way, right? Out on our own. And so um, we we want to be very intentional about creating this environment. You know, one of the things that we do in this home is is every Sunday we come together. We have they ha- they have to come eat. Like we have a meal together, um, right? A fellowship meal. Um, we, we talk about um, goals. We talk about um, sobriety milestones. Um, our success. The guys um, they sit in and, and encourage each other, and they say, "Man, I, I see what you did this past week," um, and begin to lift each other up um, because when we get that positive feedback in those moments that even if we're struggling I don't know anybody who doesn't like to be told good job like right. I mean even in those uncomfortable it can be uncomfortable for me to be bragged on um, that way but I still like it we still like it we, we still need that that affirmation in our lives and so um, the community helps do that and as it's done as we're encouraged towards good things um, it, it begins to this kind of snowball towards something healthy yeah, you know, and you think about these guys and coming out of the, the kind of environments they're they're they've been a part of prior to coming into the house is that you know, obviously the influences they've been around have been uh, probably not the best. You know, they haven't been supportive. Probably they're they're pushing them to do things that they shouldn't be doing in the first place, or they're you know maybe non-existent at all. You know, maybe they just have that's part of why they sought out affirmation from a group of people who didn't have their best interests at heart is because they they weren't you know maybe their home life was broken. Um, you know, they missing a, a parent, typically you know a dad to help you know guide them through. Um, what they should have done and so you know to put them into a community where we are supportive we are you know there's some accountability there there's some encouragement there's some you know um i'm trying to think of this, some masculine encouragement right you know guys we operate different than, than the we ladies do. right and so we respond to different uh like I said types of encouragement or um Oh, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, but, you know, we there's certain things, you know, like, just even, not that we're competitive, necessarily, I mean, we are, but, like, to, you know, have a good bunch of guys and be like, yeah. you know, to be able to com- to use that to compete off each other in a sense where, you know, like, you're trying to do better because everybody else is doing better. Yeah. We, we, we feed off that kind of environment, right? Um and that's and that's not a bad thing. That's a man. That's a man thing, and that's not bad. That's not toxic, yeah. you know. Regardless of what society tells you. And so to be able to take these guys and put them in a place where they can thrive, uh, in a positive environment where they're, um, like I said, feeding off each other, getting that accountability and support. But it, like you were talking about, this is something we all need, though. We all need to be part of a community, and that's that's saying a lot coming from someone like me, who I'm I'm very happy not being around a bunch of people anyway. But I. I I, you know, I understand the need for this and I still, 
I, I yearn for, um, you know, our life group. We have a life group here at church that we've been together for a, quite a while. And I love hanging around my people. You know, I love hanging around my life group. Uh, and, we, you know, we went on a vacation together. I mean, we, we do things together. And I, I would hate not having that. And, again, come, listen, if you've been listening to the podcast, you should know, coming from me, that means a lot. And if I can do it, anybody can do it, yeah. you know. Um, because, but, but that's one that's me understanding you know decide that's discipleship i understand that's what god calls us to do like you said you know don't forsake meeting together god yeah. says that's what we need to do because if god didn't say we need to do that i probably wouldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> at least you know i probably would you know I, I wouldn't have gotten there because um I, I do i do enjoy meeting together with the people you know again my life group people at our church but I probably would never have gotten myself to do that if I wasn't told to do that. You know, I don't, that's not my natural inclination. You know, I'm not just like, man, I really wish I could go hang out with people right now. I've never <laughs> uttered those words in my life. Uh, you know, if I'm sitting at home reading a book or playing video games, something like it, it doesn't come to me. You know, I'm not like, you know, I should stop this and go hang around people. Um, but God calls me to do that, so I do that. And then when I do that, I'm like, okay, this isn't nearly as bad as I had in my head. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, again, if I can, if I can be a part of the community, you can too. And, um, you know, being able to provide this for, like I said, a bunch of guys who, who need positive, a positive community, you know, so they probably haven't experienced that as, as kids, as teenagers, uh, young adults, putting them into a place where they can feed off each other, hold each other accountable, accountable, support each other, give each other attaboys, you know, I'm with you. I don't necessarily like, uh, I always socially awkward when it comes to compliments people are like oh i really like it i'm like uh okay <laughs> you know it's 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 an odd thing but we all we all like it you yeah. know we always like to be affirmed and so to, you know putting people in there that's going to help them to have a better chance at success yeah and so these homes they focus on fellowship you know in the home like we want to create that community and then you know we're focused on getting them engaged in the the local church um and because you know this is Caleb and I's ministry, you know, um, and our and our wives, you know, we've come together and, and we've created this, and and we're a part of Cedar Point. They're a part of Cedar Point, right? Because yep. you know, we want we want to all journey together, and and I like that, and it's it's needed and it's necessary. You know, personally, it's something that's impacted my life on a profound level. So we we try to introduce them to Jesus, right? That that genuine, that real relationship, that true understanding, a belief, and a desire to follow Him. Um, we surround them with a healthy community, right? That that encourages them, that loves on them in the home, right? We want that environment in the church um, and even around town that that as people over time recognize the home, recognize the guys, recognize what we're doing. We want everybody coming together um, and lifting them up in such a way that it, it becomes profound, that it becomes life-changing. And, and all of this is to move kind of to this this last point, right? And, and that's so that they can be launched. Um, as Caleb touched on earlier, our homes are called launch pads. And you know, when you when you look at a launch pad, it's not a permanent dwelling. Anything that's on a launch pad, it, it's meant to, to be there um, temporarily. And as much as we will love the guys coming in and hope that they stay in the community and hope that they stay in the church, um, I don't want them to stay in the house forever. It's kind of like my kids. I right. love my kids at home um, a lot. Um, I look forward to the day they all leave. Um, <laughs> and because I love them, right. <laughs> because I love them, I want them to go and experience life and so that's our desire here we want to see everyone who walks through our doors be set up for success um and to be pursuing it and this 
and, and our belief here again as a church is a ministry is live free or Cedar Point Recovery um, we we believe this is through discovering your purpose it's, it's when you discover your purpose you know that's like the, the the greatest day of your life, you know, that um, is when you're born um, or born again um, is, mm-hmm. is when you discover your your purpose, right? And you begin pursuing it. And so that's our desire here. And then they, then they're, man, between the two, life skills and purpose um, is is what we're pursuing here. And then it's kind of like that release. Now, now go into the world and, and do this. Go, go make disciples. Go create community. Be a part of community. Repeat the process with somebody else. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's our ultimate goal is to take these these guys from, um, you know, maybe coming right out of prison or um, homeless or wherever you know whatever poor circumstances they they're kind of coming out of and then turning them into a, a, or getting them to a place where like I said they're successful members of society because you know the the goal is here is we do. Um, we don't want, you know, this is something you run into every now and then, recovery ministry, you people that are like, well, you know, that's what, you, you're going to spend all this time with these guys who've done all these bad things, and it's like, what about, you know, they should just, we should just, they should just ride in jail or whatever. It's like, well, you know, here's the here's the deal. Would, would you rather them continue to, to, you know, live on the streets and commit crimes, or would you rather us, you know, spend time and, and, and try to try to help them become successful members of society? I mean, which is which is going to be beneficial, you know, more beneficial to, to everyone involved? Yeah. Well, and, and <clears throat> even on that, you know, I look at my own life. Um, I never went to prison. It's not because I didn't deserve to go to prison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so um, and, and what we're, we're trying to do in this home are all the things that, you know, me personally, I accidentally discovered and found and encountered that changed. Um, but you, if you look at my past, um, again, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't even count the amount of felonies I've committed. Um, I won't. Um, recite them on air because yeah. I just don't know how statute of limitations work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, but I can guarantee you this: I should be behind bars right now. Um, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that. And so, yeah, people who fall into that category, um, if you know me and you like me on any level, then you should have a heart for for changing people and, and know that God can do that. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's the thing is that we got to catch you know we're trying to catch everybody here as fast as we can, and and try to turn them and, and show them a whole kind of ecosystem of, of right living you know and this it's kind of like the last point we're talking about community and you know getting them plugged into church, you know part of the the, the value of that is obviously you know God, yeah. <laughs> that part's good but it's also to show it's like look there's this whole subsection of of our, our society where where people generally. Are trying are rooting for you, right? They're positive. <clears throat> you know, we're generally Christians. Tip, typically, well, it's just, I don't know, typically that we're happy people for the most part. You know, um, you know, and, and especially most yeah, most Caleb. yeah. yeah no, I'm very happy <laughs> by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know that when, when you get into a body of believers again who've who've got discipleship, who who understand their faith. Um, you're going to find a group of people that are, are typically there to, that are uplifting, that are supportive, that are positive, that are happy, um, and and a lot of these guys haven't been exposed to that. And then you know it's like oh, I didn't know this. You know this was a possibility. This yeah. was a, this was a way I could live my life because they they just haven't been exposed to that. And so <clears throat> you know we want to take them just to show them like there, there's another way to live. And um, and when you do these things, you know life's not perfect and it's not it's not easy, but it's better. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know 
not only can you is is it better for society, but it's better for you because you can go through life and and not have to struggle um, and fight against you know uh, culture and, and fight against the the, the justice system and <clears throat> excuse me and not and, you know fight against you know just kind of you know, God's will for your life and all these things. You can actually come into accordance with his will start living out a purpose you know stop seeking out things to fill these god-shaped holes inside of you and and you know do something that uh can lead to a fruitful and productive life you know um just like Aaron was talking about i you know love my kids i'm, I'm looking forward to the day they move out but my my goal as a parent is to, to develop my children into productive members of society so when they do move out that they can function and, and live <clears throat> Hopefully, without moving back, <laughs> you know. But and it's not because again, it's not because I hate them. It's because I love them. It's because I love my kids and I want them to succeed. And that's what we want with these guys. Is we want them to succeed. We want them to to come into our program, learn how to turn, learn how to navigate society, and then and then leave. You know, we're not looking for permanent rent checks. You yeah, know, we're looking for people to come in learn some skills, uh, learn a different way to live so that they don't need these things and then they can leave. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd love to have, I, I, I'm looking forward to the, the, the day where we have a group of guys that have moved on outside of the program but still live around here and they're coming back on yeah. you know Sunday, the Sunday evening house uh, meetings and yeah. sharing their experience and talking about what they're doing now. You know, I have, you know, I came through this program now I'm, you know, I've got my own business that I've, you know, been successful and here's my wife and my family and, you know, we've changed a generation. We've changed yeah. generations. The whole family tree is now different because, you know, they just came in and were exposed to, to the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. We're surrounded with a bunch of guys that um, are there to support and, and, and hold them up and then are taught skills so they can leave leave our program and go live. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that's our heart here. That's what we're doing um, is just... And we're just trying to set people up um, to succeed, to make an impact. And so, again, we do that through discipleship, through community, and ultimately um, by, by launching them forward with uh, life skills and, and purpose. And so it's, uh, as time goes on, man, we hope that you support the ministry, um, mostly with prayers, you know, as, as we move forward. We'll need tons of it. Um, but uh, outside of that, you know, get involved. Um, Offer to bring the guys a meal. Um, come, come hang out at one of our meetings. Get in, in contact with him. You see him here at church. If you if you're here locally with us, um, man, say hi. Love on them. Um, just just encompass them um, with with all the love, all the support, all the encouragement that you can, and just uh, be on the lookout for big things. Uh, you know, I mean that that really is our heart. As Caleb was just talking about that, these guys coming back, you know, year or two years down the road or even farther, and, and just seeing. Um, the change that God made in their lives. Um, it's going to be just an incredible thing to watch. Um, and um, just as it unfolds, um, man, that's going to be, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, but you have anything else? No, I would say, um, you know, one of the things that we have that we're doing right now is uh, also we have this Amazon wish list, oh, which yeah. uh, would probably our, be a good thing for us to put into like the show notes or something, you know? Yeah, I can put it in the show notes. You can, you can also look up Live that. Free on Facebook. I posted <clears throat> it on there. Yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, through the next week, you'll, and when you catch this, you'll have one more week. If you want to go online and give um, through Cedar Point, Cedar Point Church as an organization is, is uh, you know, accepting donations to this for a limited time just to get it going as it goes it'll be self-sufficient but you know right. um it just it takes a lot to 
to get it off yeah. the ground. So. Kind of, you know, and the stuff that's on that wish list, you know, we're not looking for like flat screen TV, right? We don't have a flat screen yeah, TV. Yeah, we do have a flat screen on there. Oh, we do? We have everything on there. Oh, okay. So all sorts of things. But I mean, that's not From a flat screen TV to <coughs> soft soap. To soap, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean what, we're, what we're really looking for is, you know, like the daily you know runnings of a house yeah. right so shaving kits are on yeah. there i mean hygiene products cleaning products you, you know, know every that guy that stuff. comes in you know when they come in you know things that ultimately <clears throat> we want to be able to hand them because a lot of people they don't have much you know if they're to the point that they're needing in there the majority of them are, are without a lot of things so yeah. toothbrush toothpaste shave kit we want to hand that to them soap and body wash socks and clean underwear I mean, those are huge things that we take for granted all the time that um we want to be able just to hand guys Right. So those things are on there um, and just all sorts of, of stuff that, that ultimately, again, will lead to their um, success, we believe. So yep. that's good. Um, but and again, check out Live Free on Facebook, on Instagram um, as we're getting those going. You can check out the website at NotoriouslyFree.com. Um, if you can't spell Notoriously, you've probably used too many drugs in your lifetime. <laughs> but Google is your you friend. Sh- <laughs> you shouldn't say that. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of people I, I, I know that couldn't spell Notoriously. Yeah, well, you know. I'm You're doing good to pronounce Notoriously, I, I, am, I think. I am. And uh, I'll be honest, <laughs> I've misspelled it multiple times. And so that joke was really pointed at me. Uh, yeah. like, had I not smoked meth for a while, maybe I could spell this with ease. No, um, it's, it's not you. I mean, it's not the drugs. It's just it's just a hard word. To, it is it's a hard notoriously word. hard to spell. Yeah, you know, out of all the things that we could have made, I wish somebody would have been like, hey, Aaron, like, some of these people are going to lack education. They're going to lack... <laughs> Um, all of these things and, and they need to be able to get to this website so that they can contact your ministry and again you can go to that website if you miss me you can send that web link they can call us they can email us through it but people are going to be need to be able to yeah. reach this they need to be able to spell it so should have called it like super free super free <laughs> <laughs> like that but oh man well it's it's anyway. more fun to brand notoriously free. It, it sounds so, it sounds more gangster it does man it does so and i and i did say the er because i am middle-aged white guy so yeah. i didn't say gangsta yeah oh, yeah i didn't even catch it i'm like what are you talking about the herb like, yeah you know, like, <laughs> well you know that's the way the kids talk these days i guess <laughs> um but i anyways. wish my kids could have heard me say that anyway <laughs> uh but we just uh grateful you guys joined us um again if you've got any questions any concerns um any comments reach out to us um info at cedarpoint.church call the church office 918-283-2221 we would love to hear from you check us out on all the social medias you know whether it's cedar point church cedar point recovery live free um like share um content on there Check out Caleb's book, Pursuing Freedom, on Amazon. Get your copy today. Um, But, man, we do love you guys. Uh, we, We pray over you. Love interacting with you. And look forward to catching you right back here next week.